Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to... The Chaser Report. Hello, 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 and welcome to another amazing episode of Australia's most beloved podcast. I'm Charles Firth, and joining me today are Dom Knight and Andrew Hansen. And uh, restrictions have been loosening over the last week or two. Uh, you know, you're able to actually have dinner with two other people in New South Wales, and it's going to shortly expand to 10. Dom, have you taken advantage of that? Not yet. Uh, I don't have any friends, but my wife actually got us invited to a dinner party on uh, on Saturday night. I'm pretty uncomfortable about it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn up to the house, take the plate of dinner, and then go and sit in the spare room and zoom in. Uh, to the main dining table. I've got to stay safe. Uh, I remember you doing that at a, you doing that at a dinner party about four years ago, Domi. I did it at your wedding too. Remember? Mm, yes, yes, yes. It's it's good. It's it's the only way that we really want to see you or interact. With I do you. enjoy being able to press the mute button on you um, whenever I want, Dom. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Yeah, we're going to miss that. I reckon when the restrictions are gone and you can't mute anybody at any time. It's going to be hard to deal with. Andrew, have you gone out yet or gone over to a dinner party? No, I'm sane. No, I'm actually a sane person. So, um, you know, the fact that the virus hasn't gone away at all or changed in any way and that the numbers are still exactly the same every day uh, makes me think, well, uh, why, why in shit's name are we loosening the restrictions that we had to have two weeks ago when everything was exactly as it is now? Uh, you're, a, you're a socialist from the Daniel Andrews School of Socialism and Communism. And that's the way we do it in Victoria. Oh, yes. Now, the restrictions are loosening here, but there's, 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 been a, uh, there's actually been a spike at a Macca's here in Victoria, which is a, a bit, bit well, I'm hoping that it's not Grimace and the Hamburglar who've come down with this <laughs> disease. I'll be very sad. I'll be very upset. Makes a nice change from the usual norovirus, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bring in the lawyers. But my, my wife and I took advantage of the uh, loosening of the restrictions. We actually had a dinner party on the weekend, last weekend. We're only allowed two guests, which I think actually gives single people a massive advantage for the first time ever. Yeah. Because when you're looking at the guest list, you, you know how with couples, there's always one couple, you know, one member of the couple who you go, uh, yeah, I mean, I like her, but I don't really like him or whatever. So, mm. so we mm. found ourselves just inviting just single people over because you can then just maximize <laughs> the quality of your guests. You know, you know, it's, it's genius. Yeah. No, it's never been better time, has, has yeah. it really? Yeah, exactly. Actually, that reminds me, Charles, can, can your wife do this podcast next week? Andrew and I have That's been right. talking. We think it'll work better. <laughs> She's such good company, isn't she, Domi? She's so fun to have around. Let's have her around. Good at hosting. Fuck you both. I'm, I'm the A game. She's the B game. We all know that. The thing is that I, I, these restrictions are going to last for a long time where you're only allowed up to 10 guests and stuff like that. So I think it needs to become 
part of just what he's done is if you're not on your A game, you can just get told to go home <laughs> and then you swap them for another guest. You have a reserve bench <laughs> outside like at a, like at a supermarket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we should do that. Yeah. Is, there, is there a nose swab that we can use at the door to test the quality of somebody as a guest? Because mm. that would be quite useful yeah. too, I reckon. Yeah, so. well, no, you're boring. You've tested it, boring. <laughs> You've got to leave. You've got to go on a quarantine for 14 days. You're boring. Yeah, maybe there's a finger prick test to just check, check if anyone's ever been an anti-vaxxer or something like that. Coming up on the show, Dom is looking at the anti-lockdown protests in Melbourne uh, and we look back at the career of Alan Jones. But first, let's head over to Rebecca Dana-Muno for the latest Chaser News headlines. Lawyers across Australia today have joined the mass queues at Centrelink following the retirement of Australia's most controversial broadcaster and... Alan Jones. Alan Jones got into trouble throughout his colourful career and our lawyers say we can't even say that he liked to... Asked what they would be doing to make up for the lack of sexist, racist broadcasting on their station, 2GB representatives say they are in talks with a range of blonde breakfast TV presenters who would be perfect for the job. Trade tensions between Australia and China have escalated after China threatened to stop buying Australian politicians. China currently buys almost as many politicians from Australia per year as it does tonnes of iron ore. Tensions have been rising between the countries ever since Australia joined with very stable genius Donald Trump in calling for an independent inquiry into how to blame China for all his own problems. China has threatened to turn Western Australia into a fucking gaping open-cut mine hole in retaliation. However, experts say it's a bluff, mainly because that's exactly what Western Australia already is. That's the Chaser Report headlines, news you can't trust. Thanks, Beck. Hey, Beck, I heard you're having a dinner party this weekend to celebrate the easing of the restrictions. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So, um... So, so am I invited? Oh, uh, it's just that I've already invited nine people, so it would be illegal to invite you. Oh, oh, sure, but, I mean, my wife is invited. Yeah, sorry, I had to draw the line somewhere. I'd totally invite you if it were legal. Yeah, 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 oh, cool, yeah, sure. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. All right, Charles and Andrew, last week we talked about that theory that 5G mobile phone towers cause COVID-19 and how one of the guys that spread this theory also claims that the royal family are alien lizards. Well, I thought that was a bit of a red flag, uh, David Icke, as we talked about in last week's podcast, but this whole 5G sinister COVID-19 conspiracy theory is more popular than I thought. A hundred people mm. turned up to an anti-5G protest in Melbourne this week where they were chanting this. <laughs> Arrest Bill Gates is what they want. Why would they want to arrest Bill Gates? What's he ever done to them? What hasn't he done? I mean, <laughs> like he founded Microsoft, the the worst. Like, well, first of all, there was Clippy. But I, I suppose everyone sort of. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's that's reason alone. Bing, that's another one. What about the Zoom? Does anyone remember the Zoom? <laughs> I, I bought a Zoom. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Bill Gates. Yeah. You did not. I bought a oh, Zoom. Oh. Wouldn't it be great oh. if they put him in a, a cell with Clippy just asking, do you want to get out? Do you want to get out? <laughs> yeah. do, you want, do you want me to help write this application for your release? It looks like you're staging a breakout. <laughs> do you want some help? I mean, the other bad thing that Bill Gates has done over the years is 
inventing coronavirus. Oh, that was right. the other yeah. terrible thing well, that he did. He would have gotten on well with the people behind this rally. Now, one of the main organisers and speakers was a guy called Thanos Panayides, and he's got an Instagram account. So it's a Greek name, Thanos, Thanos Panayides, the voice. I thought you meant Thanos, like the enemy who clicks all the gyms. Yeah. He looks like Thanos, actually, in that he's absolutely massive. He's incredibly muscly and intimidating. And his great mm. fear is being microchipped with a vaccine because, of course, that's how vaccines work. They put microchips inside you. But it's not just 5G that Thanos Panayides, the voice, holds responsible for COVID-19. He also blames the television. This thing here is called a television. Tell a vision. This thing here has been telling us what to think, what to buy, what to eat. And now this thing has been terrorizing the world. In five months, it's this thing that put everyone in their homes. I thought it was COVID-19, but it's actually the television that's put us all in our homes. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The television was invented, what, in the 1950s? Mm. And, and it's now putting us in our homes. Like, it's playing it, a long game, Charles. <laughs> it's a long game. <laughs> What a slow burn. I mean, was he he angry that there were TV cameras filming him at this protest? I assume he doesn't want this protest to be broadcast on television either, does he? He wants to be kept secret, does he? he, This whole protest, nobody knows about it? He does hate TVs, though, Thanos, uh, so much that he's convinced a lot of his followers actually smash their TV. He released a video where he smashes his big screen TV. It sounds like this. Media, I've got a message for you. Here's my fucking message. No longer will we be programmed. Well, he's right. You can't program the TV after doing that. <laughs> I don't think the G code would work at all. Well, uh, Paul, so, so he ha- the, the thing is he already had a big screen TV. Yes. I'm, I'm gathering. <laughs> but he's now woken up to the fact that this purchase. And, and he hates the TV for telling people what to do. And so he's telling people to smash their TVs. He's telling people what to do. <laughs> on TV. I mean, but he's not doing it on TV. No. I assume he's doing it just on the harmless internet. Yes, on Instagram, because when does that ever go wrong? I actually saw oh. this video of him smashing his TV, but I just assumed that he had young kids or something and they'd asked to watch the wiggle again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think every parent can relate to that. And that does make sense. But, look, it has been influential. Like, there's a lot of people have been smashing their TVs and um, a guy put together like a, a montage of all the smashed TVs and there's probably about 10 people who smashed their TVs. And <laughs> I looked more into this guy, Thanos Panayides, the anti-TV mm. 5G protesting guy. He's not a TV salesman by any chance. He's a <laughs> TV repairman, I think, Charles. <laughs> I can fix your smashed TV in just two weeks. <laughs> well, it turns out he has got a connection with the TV. Uh, Thanos Panayides... Uh, the prophet of Instagram starred on a TV show not oh. long ago, a big mainstream TV show. The hypocrisy. You're kidding hypocrisy. me. He guessed what the TV show was that Thanos starred in. Oh, he's, he's, he, wasn't one of, he wasn't inside one of the characters on The Masked Singer, was he? Was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the TV smashing guy inside the dinosaur. It's got to be, it's got to be surely a cooking show. Because they're the only show. Oh, yeah, actually, surely. I mean, perhaps he was there doing Pete Evans's role before Pete Evans on My Kitchen Rules, was it? Was he filling the sort of... Yes, of course. In- interesting spruker-type role? Well, I mean, I would have thought maybe like a four-corners yeah. investigation into the, the far right and all these movements. Mm. But it turns out you're absolutely right. Here is the TV show that Thanos starred in. This is Family Food Fight. 
Yes, Thanos Patiides was a contestant with his family on the Channel 9 series Family Food Fight. Oh, my goodness. Well, so he, he partly has to blame himself and his family for, for spreading the coronavirus. Yes. If he was on TV and so were they, I mean, is he going to smash himself? I'm not sure a lot of people actually watched that series. I think that was part of the problem. The main beef that he has, I think, television is actually the judges of Family Food Fight. See, they laughed at him a bit. And the weird thing is he was into smashing things even back then. Because there's in one episode where he tries to smash potatoes and it doesn't go well. Smash the potatoes. How do I smash them? <laughs> yeah, they are, but huh? Where's the rolling pin? Get the rolling pin. So what he's doing is hitting raw potatoes with a rolling pin <laughs> and they just fly off into the air. <laughs> See, he should have watched the Wiggles more because he then would have known about a hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> so that's Thanos, the guy that wants to smash all the TVs. There is one problem, though, I'm thinking. He hasn't thought this through because if all of his followers want to watch <laughs> his think? new Instagram videos in a few years' time, they've all smashed their TVs. They're going to have to watch them on 5G. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Now, we all have relationship troubles under lockdown. Have you found that, guys, where things get a little bit tense at home? Uh, no, it's probably just you, Charles. Oh. Yeah, no, we're loving spending all this time together. Well, uh, th- th- things have been a little tense in my household in the last few weeks. Um, and look, I, I'm not actually, I know that you two are sort of you know, males who can't talk about their emotions. But, you know, I'm actually not too proud to admit that my relationship Mm. does suffer under this lockdown. Um, And I think it actually, it got so bad that about a week ago, we actually just literally ran out of conversation. Oh, no. We just found ourselves (laughs) at the point we were at dinner and there was just nothing less. We'd said everything. We, We actually started just reading out, Tweets, funny tweets that we'd <laughs> you must read have been that desperate. day. To, to, to open Twitter, you've got to be in a real state of desperation. I yeah. Mean. Anyway, anyway, so it was our it was our wedding anniversary though last Saturday. Oh, um, happy anniversary, right? Sixteen years. Sixteen years of silence. Yeah, sixteen years. It feels like sixteen years of isolation. Just the last couple of months, but um, so we had it quite a nice night on Saturday night, and then on Sunday. I was, of course, a little bit hungover, as as one is after one's you know, oh. wedding anniversary. Um, but my, my, <clears throat> yes. my wife went into this whole let's clean up the house, you know, under lockdown, like do a proper lockdown clean. Have, have your partners done that yet where they sort of go? Yeah, I must say, yes. Yes, that yeah. is happening. That is happening. Yeah, it's, it's a, a horrible – I don't like cleaning. I love living in filth. Yeah. It's much easier, I find. You don't have to do it. All you do, all you do is say that you've got multiple cases of COVID and then this health department comes in and does a really deep clean. Oh, there's a hot tip. That's a great hat. That's a little life hack there, Domi. Is that what you've done, Dom? Is that how you've <laughs> sort of got through the last few weeks is just keep complaining about COVID and then medical authorities? Yes. How, how often can you get them in? Like twice a week or? Well, I mean, I'm now in, in – Lockdown in, in an actual hospital, so that's that's the problem with it. You do get locked away from your family forever. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, so w- w- my wife goes into this massive lockdown clean, um, and she starts ordering me around. You know, like, go and get the bins. You know, empty the other bins. <laughs> you know, we need to get the bins and just blah blah blah. And do you not understand how cleaning works? And I sort of and, and I went, well, you can do that if you want. 
but you know, I'm going to lie on the couch and read my book. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Like, um, anyway, she got very stern and just gave me the silent treatment for the next few hours, right? And 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 the thing is, like, you know, like usually. I would sort of then make my peace, right? You know, tell her I loved her mm. or something like that. You know, explained why I didn't want to do a whole lot of work with a hangover on a Sunday morning. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. For her, you know, like, you know, you know, just, but just sort of diffuse the whole thing. But then I thought, no, this is lockdown. You've actually got to, you've got to win. You've got to win the argument. You've got to win. <laughs> So, so not only no, – let me get this straight. So not only mm. did you refuse to help your poor wife keep the house clean for your children, but you, you also then went on the offensive and, and, and went on some sort of attack. Is that right? Well, no, no, no. This is the thing. Yeah. Because, because attack, you know, like I always lose if I go on the attack. Like, of course you're going to lose if you go on the attack. This is my brilliant solution that I want to tell you about, which is – the way to actually win an argument in lockdown is to just do the silent treatment back, right? So, because oh, well, there's nothing, she, nothing she can do because she can't leave you because, like, she's stuck, right? <laughs> and you know, it's literally against the law to leave you, right? So, I'm doing the silent treatment. She's doing the silent treatment. Checkmate, checkmate, five days. She still hasn't talked to me. It has been absolute bliss. Brilliant. Andrew, do you think we could somehow get Charles to give us the silent treatment on the podcast? Oh, please. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. This show is brought to you by the loosening of lockdown restrictions. Uh, they're great. In, in some states, you can even go to the pub now. Uh, in others, you can have 10 people over. Uh, are you going out this weekend, Dom? No. Nah. But I could, thanks to the loosening. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either, actually, Charles. But it's great to know that I could. The loosening of the lockdown restrictions. Now you can choose not to go out on the weekend. The Chaser Report: News a few days after it happens. Chaser Mailbag. Yes, we're going to take some questions from listeners who've written in during the week. Um, first one is from Lucy Lockyer. Um, who asks, have you joined Hillsong? I've heard it's a stepping stone to Parliament. Andrew, have you have you joined Well, if, oh, if it's a stepping stone to Parliament, then I'm definitely not joining. Who would want to give, end up in Parliament? Mm. I am, yeah, look, I, I'm also, I grew up in the, in the Hills district, but I think mm. I'm a bit too old, you know. I don't think that church was really around when I was a kid, but, um, yeah, look, I'm not putting my hand up Richard. to be a politician and it'd be awful, awful job. Well, I mean, I was raised Christian and I'm extremely gullible, so you'd think I'd be the one to do it, but I can't afford it. I've actually looked into Hillsong a lot and uh, they've got ATMs in the foyer. I can't afford to be a member. I did want to sign up, but um, I, my credit card got rejected, so I, I just suppose I'll just <laughs> never be able to go into Parliament. Oh, same, Charles. In Hillsong's credit, they are turning into, I guess, a mainstream church. They're very big now, Andrew, and their global head 
that Brian Houston protected a paedophile, just like the Catholic Church. Mm. They're big time. Oh well, look who who hasn't who hasn't you know protected the odd one in the, in their in their day. But I, I actually no look. I must say, I've, I've been to a Hillsong gig. It's like a gig basically when you go. That's amazing. And actually, I, I went to one in Sydney, and it was great. It was great. It was actually fantastic live music gig. They had this incredible band, this superb sound system. It's it's literally. I mean, before the pandemic hit, it was pretty much the only chance to see live music mm. in Sydney. Uh, so no wonder they're, they're so popular. Well, there you go, Lucy. I hope that answers your question. Uh, next question is from uh, James B. Murphy, and he asks, is it ever going to be possible to dig around Queensland and tow it to the USA? We could just leave it on their coast, ring a bell and run away. Um, <laughs> how do people like that idea? Well, they're, they're about to buy Virgin Australia, so they could just all fly over there, couldn't they? Couldn't they do a, 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 a new West Queensland or something over in the new East Queensland in the US? It's not a bad idea. I mean, turn the whole of Queensland into a into a form of transport. We could, we could just sort of yeah. use it as a large kind of boat, boat or a cruise ship. I mean, yeah. the cruise ship industry is in trouble. What about, what about Queensland? Just hop on that and go off for a nice trip. And it's full of coal as well. So you could probably just tag it over to India, drop the coal off there, yeah. and then and then drop the rest of the people. The people you'd want to get rid of, maybe just tip them into the Pacific Ocean. Oh, be lovely. Rough, rough. I, know, I love I love Queenslanders, child. I love I love Queensland because it's a fun. It's it is it's fun party. It's a party ship. You go you go to Warner yeah. Brothers Movie World, Dream World. Take your life in your hands a bit, but you know, um, I think it'd be a great holiday. <laughs> and the final question is actually for Craig Rucastle. Yeah, hi. Uh, so we got a question here from Sonia Deering uh, asking me uh, which bin should I be using to recycle my used face masks, disposable gloves, and empty sanitizer containers? Well, let's start with those empty sanitizer containers. And uh, if they are uh, PET plastic, for instance, uh, it's best to put those in your recycling bin, like. Oh, Hang on, that one's uh, filled with bottles and uh, beer cans. Um, anyway, I guess you, know, you get the idea. Um, I guess so for the face masks, if there are uh, paper ones um, and they're not contaminated, you can put them into your paper. Reso- um, oh, that's also filled with booze bottles. Um, so I guess, look, look, I mean... They're probably contaminated. You probably just want to throw them all into your red... Ah. Uh, also cool. With booze bottles. Um, well, I guess you should just probably... What if we clean them all and send them to America because God knows their government aren't getting them any. The Chaser Report. The show today is also supported by BuzzFeed Australia's news operations, which unfortunately have announced they're shutting down. Check out BuzzFeed today to find the 17 reasons for why they're shutting down that only 90s kids will understand. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. International Global News World Roundup. Charles Andrew, another round of the world's most important news headlines. Let's start in Japan, where they're using robots during the lockdown for jobs ranging from hotel cleaning to medical reception to security patrols. They've even got robots visiting aquariums so that kids can go on tours by remote control. Isn't that cute? Should we be using robots during the lockdown here in Australia, do you think? We're missing out on this high-tech approach to COVID-19. Yeah, look, I'm dying for a robot to be able to take out in public with me and uh, 
touch my face while I'm in public. You know, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Just a scratching room. So good. Oh, well, yes. we, we're missing a trick, I reckon, Charles, in it here in Australia because we've got our very own Australian robot who's perfect, absolutely perfect for the situation we're in, and that is Dexter from Perfect Match. <laughs> I mean, the whole problem we've got is that you can't go out and, on dates with people and sit close to them or whatever. But, you know, if, if Dexter would step in and, and fill mm. the place, you could go on a date with him. And you could take him home to yeah. bed. You could tap his but little metal butt and everything. It'd be great. It's a, there's actually a huge range of things you could use robots for. And and not just, uh, I mean, actually the sex robot is, is a great idea, but, but also just getting exercise. Like imagine just sending a robot out to do <laughs> your jog for you. It'd be so much better. <laughs> right, wouldn't it? <laughs> Stay in bed. <laughs> robot, go to the bottle, I get some more poos. <laughs> but do you think there's a chance though? I mean, the, the robots, they're smart these days that they figure out the problem is actually humans. We're the ones with all the disease infecting the planet. Will they turn against us like in Will Smith's acclaimed documentary, iRobot, if you've seen that? <laughs> well, uh, Tommy, that's a very negative thing I, to put in our minds at this the current time, that you know, as soon as we fix the pandemic, we're going to be overrun by robots. This is the last thing we need. <laughs> Killer robots. Yeah. No, but it'll be all right because we do, what we'll do is we'll just get Bill Gates to write a virus to infect the robots. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, which won't work and then they'll all break. Yes. All right. Now, I know we're Apple fans here mm-hmm. at the Chaser mm-hmm. Report. Great news. So Apple have recently released a magic keyboard case for their fancy iPad Pros. It wraps around the iPad to protect it. It's got a really fancy key- uh, keyboard and so on. The ones for the biggest iPads actually cost 589 bucks, amazingly enough, in Australia. So one company, enterprisingly, has released a $100 case for the keyboard case. Oh, um, nice. I, I know you guys are big on, on Apple gear. Are you going to get one of these case cases? Oh, no, no. I'm worried that the case case would get damaged and I'd need to spend $30 on a, on a case case case. <laughs> Kind of like a taducken of cases, isn't it? <laughs> An eye taducken. <laughs> Charles, you've ordered just ordered some fancy Apple gear. Are you going to get on board with this one? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I I didn't go. I thought that the um the keyboard case sounded a bit too sort of good value. So I actually ordered some Apple wheels. Have you have you seen that? They're, oh, yes. they're one thousand and forty nine dollars in Australia for four wheels for your for your computer. So uh, it's absolutely true. I'm not making that up. Wheels? What, what what is this? So you can ride your computer to work or what what? No, it's because if you buy a Mac Pro, it's quite heavy. And if you want to move your Mac Pro instead of picking it up, you need to put it on wheels, which cost a thousand you can get like wheels for seven ninety nine at Bunnings. No, but, of caster wheels. I've got them on my heater. I don't think those wheels from Bunnings will fit in my wheels case that I've just bought. So. <laughs> yeah, but do you have a wheels case case? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to get one now. What do you think's next from Apple? What are they? What have they got in the pipeline? Can they top the case case? Mm. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I, I would like I would like to see Apple move into fruit product. I think the <laughs> Apple Apple <laughs> costs six hundred bucks would be just amazing. Yes, imagine how much the wheels cost mm, and the case. Finally, uh, to the UK, where a curious trend is sweeping the video sharing app TikTok. Here is the original challenge that was set by a comedian, I think, in Canada. Pee your pants challenge. It's the pee your pants challenge. But what you've got to do is film yourself wetting yourself. What do you think? <laughs> right. I mean, 
<laughs> well, TikTok is for children, isn't it? I mean, is it? Is it for very young children? I mean, is it for two-year-olds? Because um, I think there, there'd be a few of them that might step up to the plate. Yeah, my daughter's very good at this one. Uh, do, do you re- think people are actually doing it? Though? Do you reckon it's actually taking off? Well, it, I mean, this is actually an Australian invention, isn't it? Because Todd Carney was the pioneer <laughs> of this video form, wasn't he? But Charles, Todd Carney wasn't wearing pants on his mouth at the time. <laughs> it's a different challenge. Now, this guy who started the Pee Your Pants Challenge, his name is quite genuinely Liam Weir. <laughs> And he meant it as a parody. He was like, can I come up with a challenge so stupid and easy and pointless that no one will do it? But it turns out dozens of other people have taken it on and they all use his dead pan sort of audio. So if you watch a montage, just put Pee uh, Pee Your Pants Challenge in YouTube. You'll hear this. Pee Your Pants Challenge. It is very, very strange. Charles, uh, the the chaser I know has a TikTok account these days. Are we on board with this challenge? Yeah, yeah. Look, I didn't realise it was a parody. I, I'm totally on, on board with it. I, I actually have done one. Um, Mike, I think you've got the audio. For this. Pee your pants challenge. Oh, come on. Oh, bugger. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't couldn't get it out. You know how it's hard to pee on demand? It's hard. I, I, look, I think people are sort of criticising this as a bit puerile, but actually it's a high-skill challenge. Mm. I wasn't able to do it. I cannot believe you haven't been drinking enough to pee on demand, Charles. That's not the Charles I know. But look, I, I can imagine celebs, and no offence to you, Charles, but even yeah. bigger celebs than Charles getting on board. Uh, who do you think will be the first to, to have a go? Oh, yeah, I can imagine. It. I can just see, you know, somebody like Margot Robbie mm. uh, doing this on her Instagram. Or Helen uh, Mirren. Helen Mirren, I can see. Oh, Helen Mirren. Absolutely. Robert De Niro I, might be there. Uh, yes, I, could, I, I, I mean, can imagine Leonardo DiCaprio getting in on this during one of his environmental message uh, videos, perhaps when, perhaps during one of his United Nations speeches, he might break into a pee your pants challenge as well. I can imagine uh, Donald Trump watching. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. Well, we're coming up to the end of... Oh, hang on. We've got some breaking news from Rebecca Dayunamuno. Yes, guys, an NRL player who takes hits to the head for a living says he's worried that the flu shot might be bad for his health. People need to be more careful with their bodies, warned the 25-year-old prop who was stretched unconscious from the field six times last year. Thanks, Vic. Now, check us out online at chaser.com.au and uh, if you want to go on TikTok, you can find us at at chaser.com.au and also Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Search for The Chaser Report in your podcast app of choice and remember to hit subscribe and remember to review us so that we get all the reviews because that's the most important thing, isn't it, guys? No, they're really mean about us. Well, there's that. It doesn't matter, but even a bad review is probably better than nothing. Yeah, look, if you're related to Dom or one of Dom's friends, don't review us. But everyone else, please review us. Um, and thanks to our producer, Mike Liberali. Anyway, you might have heard during the week that Alan Jones announced his retirement. He's, of course, the Sydney Radio shock jock. So we thought we'd leave you with a little bit of a package looking back over the career of Alan Jones. Alan Jones, you were always the gentleman. Oh, fuck this. An understanding man, even when you were given the wrong instructions. I don't see where my life should be made of fucking misery because I'm not given the right instructions. A man of great reverence, even when there was dust in the studio. Oh, there's fucking dust in this studio. Someone who never felt threatened by powerful women 
whether it was Julia Gillard... Don't have that lying bitch on your program again. I had to move the dial to another station. ...or Jacinda Ardern. To shove a sock down the throat. I mean, she is a joke, this woman, an absolute and utter lightweight. Or even Clover Moore. Put her in the same chaff bag as Julia Gillard and throw them both out to sea. A delight to work with. God, nothing is working today. You were a ray of sunshine. Jesus, I hope someone understands how fucking irritated I am by this. A people person. Whoever wrote that ought to be given a hot knife. Kind to all. Preferably across the lower part of the throat. Dreadful. Not to mention a wordsmith. Fuck me dead. Alan Jones, your flawless professionalism will be missed. Shit. Have to start again. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing this again. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.